Barakok Yüksel is now with us. Hi there. Good to have you with us on Showcase today. Now, we already know that you have uh, your reservations about the list. Tell us what you think could have been done better. Uh, thank you, Elif. Uh, I do have my reservations about the list. I think the entry of the Michelin Guide to Turkey was was one of those events where reality outdid fiction a little bit. I think everyone in the food industry was shocked, at least at, on half of the results. I think when we look at what the Michelin Guide in Turkey consists of, there's a heavy focus on hotel restaurants and perhaps some restaurants that are more um, reviewed through an orientalist eye that to the average Turkish food industry person uh, is interesting uh, as a cultural ambassador. Um, but I think it's the more surprising part about the Michelin Guide is the restaurants that were omitted. Um, mm -hmm. At least 10 or so restaurants that are um, unequivocally um, among the top in Istanbul, or at least thought so by everyone in the food industry, were not among the first 53 restaurants, even in the, in the guide selection. I think that begged the question for us, for everyone in Turkey, where who, who, who the inspectors really were and what kind of a list was given to them, uh, or at least, you know, mm -hmm. what kind of restaurants they were after, in, including in the guide. This can very easily turn into us asking the same questions to one another. So let me just direct that one to you. Do you think this is systematic, what, what they have done in Turkey, what they uh, ignored, or is it just some sort of a neglect? Because you mentioned Orientalism there, which uh, really bags this question. I think systemic is a big word uh, in the sense that I think one mistake we make as everyone in uh, in Turkey who's uh, thinking about the guide, we see the Michelin guide as a cultural entity, one that uh, determines what kind of uh, gastronomic outputs are uh, relevant from a certain country. But when we look at it, uh, it's actually a marketing project by a for-profit company um, funded uh, occasionally by governments. Um, so it's hard to say that it's actually a cultural review of a country's gastronomy rather than a project that uh, strives to put forward certain types of restaurants, mostly fine dining restaurants and especially a more tourism and Western uh, style focused uh, understanding of food. So, um, so this is mostly about the rating system, not only about Turkey is what I'm gathering. Exactly, yes. I think it's um, a good example would be um, Istanbul as a city with all its history and richness in culture, but also specifically in food culture. Right now has 53 restaurants on the guide compared to another city, Dubai, which is sort of like a newborn baby compared to Istanbul, has 67 restaurants on the guide, with many of them having stars, one stars or two stars which is a rare occasion in, in the case of Istanbul. I think this kind of um, shows the case where uh, the Michelin Guide is looking for a specific type of restaurant rather than uh, a real review of uh, gastronomic quality and um, well, cultural out output. And how much is it a problem in your eyes that the rating system is not transparent at all? Well, I believe, I believe everyone, um, let me put it like this, I think the Michelin Guide has value in the industry and towards consumers um, because we all collectively trust the process behind it. 
Uh, we all collectively uh, enjoy that there's anonymity of inspectors so that the chefs or the restaurants do not know who they are when they are there so they don't get special treatment. We enjoy that it's on a consistent basis so restaurants get reviewed uh, annually or biannually at least. Um, and we we at least like to believe that it is not for profit because the Michelin Guide itself as an entity does not uh, run on profit. It's actually, it actually makes a loss uh, to the Michelin company. But when you take that collective trust away from it, um, when you realize um, their consistency in reviewing or the quality of their reviews um, are not exactly um, are not exactly want to be trusted, then in the end, it, Michelin Guide just becomes a marketing project by a company funded by governments, um, where they review restaurants um, in a non-transparent way. Okay, well, I think it's safe to say that most of the culinary world um, regards the Michelin stars, Michelin rating system as some sort of a Bible. However, its reputation seems that it might have been tarnished a little over the past decade or so. In your eyes as a food critic, as a young food critic, where does the Michelin star rating system stand? How important and how relevant is it? Well, I think there are two sides of this coin to look at. The first one is on the consumer side, but let's start with the other side, which is um, on the business side. Um, I think it was the French chef, Joël Robuchon, who just clearly stated um, a Michelin star boosts revenue for the restaurant. Um, it, it, he said 20% for one star, 40% for two stars, and it doubles the revenue of a restaurant, the bookings, etc., uh, if they get a three star. So for chefs, this is not only a symbol of quality, but it also is very important for them economically um, to get to be on the Michelin Guide in uh, whatever way. Um, but on the consumer side, I think it's uh, become, as a gastronomic bible, especially in the last 20 years, I would say, it's become more a uh, bastion of fine dining and uh, haute cuisine rather than uh, a good review system of uh, high quality and important restaurants within uh, a country. Uh, I think young people right now do not really rely on the Michelin Guide, not because of just because of the financial quality of it, uh, the financial aspects of it, um, but also because there's so many more guides with such precise um, review systems and with uh, much more genuine and non-profit um, ways of uh, reaching mm -hmm. the public, especially the young public. And um, there are studies now where uh, most young people do not get their recommendations from any type of guide, but mostly from TikTok and Instagram. Mm -hmm. Okay, well, we don't have much time left. I'd like to dig deeper into every criticism that Michelin is receiving. I mean, uh, a lot of people say that it's elitist, it stifles creativity, or it's simply just too French or too Eurocentric. However, I mean, everyone has something to say about uh, these uh, inspectors and the rating system in general. If all of a sudden, for some reason, you were uh, made to be the director of the you know, Michelin uh, star rating system, what would you change first? How do you think it could operate better? Um, th that's, a, that's a very big question. Um, I think... As an economic model, um, being tied to a, a for-profit company um, always will create problems for the Michelin Guide and its um, consistency and its um, 
overall uh, and the overall trust by the public. Um, what I would, I think, um, focus on right now is expansion to more countries. Um, within that expansion, also um, increasing the breadth of types of cuisines, not only cultural in that in the sense, but also in terms of um, in terms of status. Uh, so Michelin has already done uh, has shown steps in expanding their guide to street food. But it was very symbolic. It's only uh, in a couple Asian countries, uh, and only two restaurants have two street food restaurants have uh, stars. Um, I think the review system needs to be branched out into different ways where they can assess different types of restaurants according. Mm -hmm. For example, Amehane. Uh, is not easily categorized in the same way uh, as a fine dining restaurant, even though the service quality at a mehane might be the best. Um, if Turkey's best mehane doesn't have uh, a Michelin star, does it mean mehane as a whole, as a category, uh, do not deserve to be reviewed in the same way? I think these are the questions that the guide needs to address more and um, mm -hmm. increase their output when it comes to the different types of restaurants. Awesome. Well, hope you get to become a director one day. This all sounded really good. Thanks so much, Bakuk Yuxal, for being with us today.